0: Hey, boo! It's me, Roz Felez. As I told you last week, I am moving this week, and so it's been kind of a hectic time for me, but of course I will be smudging my new home with some Palo Santo and making sure that there are no ghosts. <laughs> so wish me luck! But I think it'll be good. I feel a really good vibe from the place. Um, But anyway, I'll keep it short and sweet in this intro today because I had a great conversation, as always, with Cliff Dorfman, who is an an actor and writer and, and guy about town. And he was a writer on Entourage. And he also has his own podcast, which I've been on, which is on the Starburns Audio Network, just like this podcast. And he was telling me on his show that he had this crazy ghost experience in his own home and so we get into it and uh, i hope you enjoy what you hear today so here is my conversation with cliff dorfman on with the show hello cliff dorfman how are you hey roz thank you for
1: having me i'm great how are you
0: I'm great. Thanks for being on. I recently met you when I was on your show.
1: Yes, on Stuck at Home with Cliff and Jason, and uh, I had the best time with you. So we thank you for blast. being that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that much was fun. so
0: fun. So how, how often are you doing it nowadays?
1: We're doing a show Monday to Friday, 3.30 to 4.30,
0: and it oh drops on God. like...
1: Apple and everywhere. The next day is a podcast, but we do it live on you know YouTube and Starburns Audio, um, uh, Facebook and Twitch and all over. So it's been catching on. We're actually uh, we, we've been doing well. We've been doing well. I'm I'm, I'm uh, and I love doing it. I love Jason and I love Starburns.
0: Yes, me too. Well, you're are you going to be so when it's uh, when we're able to go back to the studio, are you going to be doing that same schedule or are you doing like a once a week kind of thing?
1: No, we have no plans of showing up. I think the great thing about what Jason and I, I mean, really Jason came up with it uh, and, and I'm sure Land had something to do with it at some point, but it was this idea of like, hey, we're quarantined. Do you want to do this live show? Just cause. And we started doing it. And then what we realized is this is basically the future. These, this is like, We're not doing anything different than Fallon is doing or Kimmel is doing. And we can do this for the rest of our lives from anywhere we are for one hour a day. And our guests don't have to do anything except click a button
0: right well well, i saw i was looking at your feed from before all this happened and i was listening to you had dane cook on who has come up on this show before because our guest and friend of our pod alessandra torresani Mm -hmm. lived she lived in the home that he used to live in and it was incredibly haunted And so we need to talk to him about this at some point because she had a full-on ghost man that she could talk to through the phone. He showed up one day, her and her mom met this man, and then he vanished. It's insane.
1: Oh, I wish something like that would happen to me. That sounds awesome. Was she petrified? I have to listen to that.
0: Yeah, go give it a listen. It's so good. Wait, are you into this stuff? You like ghosts? Yes. I love ghosts.
1: I mean, you know, they're, it's energy. Nothing ever leaves this atmosphere. So, you know, we're all here. So, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a whole, uh, what do you call it? It's a, it's a, um, it's a looking glass to the other side, to whatever the next dimension is or the next four, five, six, seven dimensions are.
0: Mm, but it doesn't scare you at all?
1: I mean, as much as, as, much as uh, death would scare me, I guess, but no, I mean, I live such a, I live, honestly, Roz, I live such a blessed life. Every day I kind of wake up and I'm like, is this the afterlife? <laughs> I was like, am I, it's like every, it was one day they just gonna be like, oh, you died eons ago. Well, I was just a perfect idea. Go ahead.
0: A lot of times, ghosts don't even know. Like, they really don't know that they died, I think, from what I gather. There's there's certainly types of ghosts that are out there that are just like, wait, what are you talking about? I died in 1880. I'm just chilling doing my life. (laughs) All these people have whack clothes. Like, I'm still wearing what I have been wearing. All these people are walking around here looking crazy. I am just chilling in my house.
1: I think you're absolutely right i do i mean listen once we're in another dimension time and space are a construct right they don't exist
0: time's a, a flat pancake i feel like you've thought about this a lot a lot well when we're a talking lot. about your show is you being stuck at home you were telling me that your home is haunted what is up with that
1: <laughs> well we moved into this place in uh, in calabasas and it's not a bad haunting it's a funny haunting like we uh we had these two chairs that um, were, you know, like kind of like bookended uh, at both ends of the room and we had them like catty corners. So the chairs weren't facing each other. And, you know, we thought it looked good. You know, like, all right, we're just going to keep it that way. And then a week later, you know, no one was home. I come home and the chairs are facing each other across the room. And I was like, I asked my kid, I asked anyone, was like, is anybody in the house? Anybody move the chairs? Like, and then I had the dog jump on the chair like a hundred times to see if the chair would move. Like, if he can move, you know, she can yeah. move the chair. Didn't. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that's kind of okay. And then I moved the chairs back to caddy corner. And then a couple of days later, they're back facing each other again. And I just said, fuck it. I'm not changing these anymore. Obviously, whatever spirit's here wants the chairs this way. So I just spoke out loud. I was like, hey, listen, I'm just going to keep the chairs this way. You're good. Enjoy. Have you thought about
0: setting up cameras? No. How incredible would that <laughs> be? Until you said it. it. Well, the, these are the things I think about constantly. <laughs> how incredible would it be if you had footage of these chairs shifting on their own? Oh, that's viral. That's viral.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I make sure you put your anymore. podcast, like <laughs> a little thing in the lower corner that says, here's I love how you, you store. You know, I'm always thinking.
1: Yes, you are. So,
0: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So when you guys moved into that house, didn't mm-hmm. how how was that the first thing that happened um yeah that was the first thing
1: that happened and then um the next thing that happened was uh I, this is I, I don't know how to um how to explain this in any way but um we had a problem with one i have several animals here but my cat gorgeous cat sylvia and she's a little scottish fold you know cats they they see They're connected with everything, right? So I can get it when my cat's getting weird, but she started peeing on the bed, like a lot, and that was not like her. And then I got her fixed, and she still did it. Now, I knew something was going on, but I didn't know what, and I'm not saying this is connected or not, but... In the many times, you know, because you have these big comforters, you know, king size bed, it's a big ass comforter. So you know, it's a day of washing it. And then I have a big balcony that overlooks the entranceway. So I hang this huge ass comforter over it that it has to dry You know, it has to dry flat. So it's hanging. It's probably like a three story way, you know, a uh, balcony there that it's hanging or two stories and it's hanging over. I mean, and this is thick, Raz, And then. It has to stay there for like a day or day and a half. It's almost two days, you know, until it dries fully. And I just came home and it was back on the guest room bed. What? Yeah. And not one. I mean, no one moved it. There was no one home to move it. It was. Okay, it, that it, is yeah. the
0: footage I want.
1: I, that's the footage I want. But I've just kind of given up to it because then, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll just end this with the, because this is the last thing that happened here. And again, listen, all this stuff is subjective. Anyone who doesn't believe in this stuff would say, yeah, A, B, or C happened, right? So that's fine. But I, I know no one moved this, Ross. That's all I'm telling well, yeah.
0: you. I mean, if there's nobody there to do it, it has to be something paranormal, I would think. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, and this is the thing that people will definitely say is subjective, but uh, like all of it is, I guess. But And then a few nights, I want to say within a week from that incident happening, I was sleeping and I... I I sleep weird sometimes. Sometimes I'm like a sideways sleeper. I have a, you know, it's a big bet. So I just end up in <laughs> different angles. And mm-hmm. I woke up one night, you know, I was around because I, lo- I have a projection clock on the wall, unlike the ceiling. So it was right, you know, like that witching alley, three thirty, And, uh, I wake up and you know how like you open your eyes and you're like, it's the middle of the night and I'm staring and I'm just looking at this little kid, this little boy with like shorts and socks and like shoes, like Buster Brown shoes and like a a vertically striped shirt laying next to me with like his fist, you know, and his hand over his fist under his chin. Like a kid who was snuck into bed with his dad to like, you know, to uh, like, you know, sleep with him. That, that's what, and then I opened my eyes a little more and gone. What? Yeah. Yeah. I can't make that up. I'm telling you. I mean, I could, I guess. But he, I'm was, a writer, he was but. in your bed. Yeah. Like laying, like not touching me, but like, like you know, how, like if you little, you, I, you have a kid, my kid used to sneak into my room at night and like, you know, watch me sleep or like wake me up. And you know what I mean? Like they, they think it's yeah. fun. Like there's a whole life that goes on at night. It's like, kind of like he was being precocious.
0: Oh my God.
1: Again, it never happened again. It's not like it's a regular thing and I'm hallucinating. It was like, okay, that happened. I'm just going to roll with that. And that doesn't scare you? Well, I, I just figure that's who's here. It makes sense to me that that's who's moving. You know, it's a kid. It's a little kid. I don't know why, but it makes sense to me now at least. And then now I just, when it gets cold at certain points in the night, like it always gets colder at around three thirty, three forty 3.40 at my place. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, hey, if I'm up, I'm like, hey. And I'm just like, anyone who's shitty here has to leave.
0: <laughs> Anyone who's good and, and into art and stuff can hang out. And but I never have a problem. You said that you saw his shoes and like his whole outfit. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. How, did you, how did you see that in in such a quick instance, if he's laying down next to you?
1: Because it's an image. It's like a blink image. You know, it's like, um, you know, it's like if it's light and you close your eyes, then you'll still see the two doors you were staring at in
0: your mind's eye. Okay. Okay.
1: That's exactly what I was like. I opened my eyes. I had this picture and I closed my eyes again and I opened them and then it was just all there. And then I closed them again and then he was
0: gone. Wow. That is crazy.
1: You know, look, it would be easy to say sans these details like, oh, it was just the the, 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 the comforter was crumpled in a way that looked like a body. That yeah. wasn't this, Roz. I'm telling you.
0: Well, I keep thinking about the the comforter that found its way into the bed because mm-hmm. I'm always talking about I want to see how that how something like that gets from point A to point B without a human being involved. And I I mean, it's kind of perfect to think of it as like he puts it on like it's a ghost, like a ghost with a sheet and walks over. Could you imagine? It's like floating. You can tell that there's a person underneath.
1: Like that's, that's his great. way of playing ghost. I'm sure. That's awesome. Yeah, listen, here's what I definitely can figure out is that uh, the energy is not mean at all. It's friendly and uh, funny and precocious. And on top of it, you know, anywhere I go, there's always some kind of energy that I'm channeling because I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen all the time. Plus, whenever I write, I that's how I write. I sit down and something gets channeled through me. A lot yeah. of the time, it's like, how'd you write that? I'm like, ah, I was, you know, it was a gift. yeah. So I'm used to all that most of the time of stuff being around, you know, this is just a little different in the sense that it feels like it's, um, it's stuck or permanent here.
0: Has anybody else experienced it in your home?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. My kid and his mom when she's here. What have they
0: seen or what, what's happened to them?
1: Well, my kid's seen the chair move. He was a part of that and he's definitely not him. I mean, he's 16. He wouldn't move a, a chair if it was standing in his way. You call <laughs> me, he'd text me. He texts me to come to his room to move the chair, so I know he didn't move it, and uh, he's not a practical joker, Um, uh, so he's seen the chairs, but that's all he's seen, the chairs and the comforter, the comforter moving without him moving it, you know, again, neither of us moved it, so someone did
0: Now, do you know anything about the history of the place? Now you got me wanting to find out Oh my God, please. Yeah, and report back. To. What Or like anybody that else like has lived there in the past. Did they tell you whoever you got the place from? Did they say anything or? No,
1: the real estate guy didn't say a word. There was no disclose. I don't think you have to disclose any hauntings, right? I, I don't know. That I is
0: so crazy. Yeah, I'm going to a,
1: a search now, Roz. You know what I am. <laughs> when we're done please.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some other experiences that you've had. What was your first experience of this nature? Um, my first experience that I can remember,
1: I wasn't. It wasn't until I was uh, 18, 19 years old. Uh, the uh, closest person in my life to me, especially at the time, was my grandmother Sylvia, and uh, as my mom's mom, and best friend, like I was always staying at her place. She was everything to me. And she passed away, like suddenly had a heart attack, you know, coronary and just died like immediately. And I never got to say goodbye or anything. And it was in, to this day, it's, you know, it's a devastating loss. It's one of those things you just, time just gets you like, you know, okay, fine, but it's still devastating. Right. Um, So, uh, you know, listen, if it was up to me, I'd see her every day, but it was just recent. It was like after we uh, being Jewish, we said Shiva and then it was after Shiva was over. So it was after the first week and I was, I wasn't stoned or anything. And I was sitting, I just, you know, this is important to say, cause it's like, oh, well, someone would say if you were on something, then maybe that's why that happened. But I was so sad and I went out to my car in my parents' driveway and uh, the driveway overlooked my room. And then over that's the roof, obviously. So I'm looking up in the sky and I'm listening to music in the car. And uh, my grandma had this mane of uh, silver hair. And a beautiful woman. but She had she kept it so well-groomed and like it was this perfect silver. And uh, I was just staring up at the clouds in the night sky. And uh, I was just kind of talking. You know, you talk to people who are gone. I was just kind of talking to her. And it was like a slow thing. I was staring at the clouds the cloud took the exact shape of her silver hair and then her face. And I was like, okay. And it's just the clouds. And then, and I've never had this since I, I, I've prayed to have it come back. It was a thing. I, I didn't see anything. All I saw was what was in the sky and it entered the car and it entered me and everything was vibrating and it was like ah, and I started crying and I was like please stop I knew it was my grandma I was like please go away go away go away because I was so scared and she went away but that was her saying goodbye. she never came back never had that happen again in my life under any circumstance not ayahuasca nothing it was absolutely her presence entered the car entered me freaked me the fuck out to this day and i only wish that i was where i'm at evolution Uh, um you know uh what's the word you know uh i wish i was at an evolutionary place then that i am now Uh, and i could have known and been like hey this is awesome but instead i just got scared out of my mind and started crying And, and she left right away like the second i said "Go away, go away go away go away you know whoosh and the cloud dissipated and it was just gone and that is never, and I, you know, in thirty something
0: years, that is incredible. I we've never heard a, a cloud story on the show. That's so cool. And then she, so I've you never really told feel, it. You feel like she like really entered your body,
1: one thousand percent. I mean, that was the the most uh, visceral, all encompassing experience. You know, every sense was um overwhelmed it was my entire and not just my 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 body was vibrating you know like um like someone had turned on a uh you know a pile driver inside my meat suit but yeah the whole car was uh got darker and wavy it was thick
0: I mean, I'm sure that that was her trying to say goodbye or, you know, hundred percent kind of closure. I also had an experience with my grandmother when I was younger and I was, I mean, I was probably 10 ish and I was, I was also like terrified. And I, and I'm sure if it would have happened now as well, I would probably be a lot more welcoming to it. But at the time I was like, this is spooky. You gotta go. Yes, which is really sad to think. But yeah, I know. But I know, but you, I, know, you, you really still can't got control. It. You can't really, you know. Uh, <laughs> control we, what you're going to react to when a, yeah, you, an entity enters you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and you can't, uh, you know, you can't plan it out. You can't be like, okay, now I'm ready. Like, it just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it doesn't. I think it does for some people, right? There are people who are mediums. They can have do you, that. Have you been to a medium?
1: No, I really want to go. Have you been to one yourself? Oh my God, that's How all many? I
0: do. How
1: many have you gone to and who's the best?
0: <laughs> I've been to many. I can give you some names. Um, right. Yeah, I, I've done all different kinds. And I'm actually right now very curious about going to a pet psychic because I really? want to see um, what my dog is thinking and what my dog's life was like because um, he's a rescue. And I really want to get down to the, to the bottom of, because I think that he has a lot of anxiety from... Whatever happened to him before he ended up at the uh, animal shelter, and so I'm curious about that because that is
1: a brilliant idea. But how do you know, like, when you find the pet psychic that you know, because that could so easily be BS. Like, how how do you suss it out who the best one is? Well, the real ones.
0: I think recommendations are always good, but I think that everybody's different. You know, I've mm-hmm. I've definitely found that I've recommended people to people, and it didn't work for them. Um, other people it works great I mean I had a woman that I used to go to all the time she was based in Sherman Oaks and she was kind of a mess but if you could reel her in because you're paying her by the minute and she would the just minute. Oh, she would be telling you, you know, well, because you would say, you know, 30 minutes or whatever. And then she's mm-hmm. she's over here telling you stories about, oh, did you see The Walking Dead last night? No, I didn't. Oh, well, first here's what happened. Girl, it's been six minutes already. You haven't told me anything. And then finally she'd get to telling you the, the right thing. And then she would be so accurate, it was insane. But then I would start sending my friends to this woman, and mm-hmm. they're like, She all she was doing was talking about season six of The Walking Dead. And she was talking about her landlord is trying to raise her rent, and then 29 minutes went by. And all she told me was that I'm uh, a good person or whatever. Good, you know, so yeah, it's not helpful. It's not. And thanks,
1: but so, it's not why I'm here.
0: So have you had other experiences?
1: I only had um, one other experience. And uh, again, not seeing anything. The only time I saw anything was that flash of that kid, and that was yeah. it. Um, But I did have just a moment where at my old place in Hollywood, which was just swirling with stuff. I mean, swirling. And and at that place, it was always knocks and bangs all over. And that place came with, you know, that place was, uh, it used to be uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, restaurant uh, that was, they tore it down and built this building there. So it had all these crazy, crazy energies from the 70s and further but it was it was a pretty dark place even though it was nice so there were always things there was like a smell that would come in and I had nine different types of like plumbers and toxic mold experts and people come in to try and determine the smell and then the smell turned into a sludge that came up in my son's bathtub, and they had to—they ran through every pipeline because all the lines are connected in these condos, you know. And they had to run through like my neighbor's pipeline and everyone's pipeline. So they could not only not determine a reason for any of it; um, it then just stopped.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it just stopped. The banging—the banging never stopped the whole time, and I'm sure it's still going on.
0: Uh, now, the, when we say banging, yeah. like in the actual um, condo, like in the rooms or like you could just hear it in the building or what do you mean? No, in
1: the rooms, like from the wall, you'll hear like, oh my God. And then like, you'll hear like footsteps, like, like someone's walking. Like, in other words, if you're at the, on the fourth floor, it sounds like someone's walking on the ceiling on the third floor. But my friend Marcos was on the third floor underneath me and I knew him. I knew when he was home, he's my buddy. He's still my friend. So, you know, I could always even text him. I'm like, dude, are you doing something with the ceiling? Am I being too loud? He's like, no, I mean, this, you're good. No one's even there. I'm like, okay,
0: thanks. God, I love Hollywood. There's yeah. Just so much of that. It's like, I honestly think every single build, like there's just so much energy and so much, you know, tragic energy, so much chaotic energy, so much um, flashy People that have passed and are still lingering. I mean, it's just never ending.
1: Well, it's so many, uh, uh, you know, fallen dreams and hopes and crushed
0: ideas. And, you know, it's unfinished uh, business. You know, it's people that came here to achieve something and died in the process and are still looking for it. You know, well, now, what would you do with a medium? Do you want to have somebody coming to your house and find out who this boy is or what?
1: No, not really. I would uh, go to them. I want to know more about myself and what's around me, and and Mm -hmm. what's trying to be said around me because
0: there's constant chatter. And you say you identify as an empath, right? Yes, I do, very much so. So, how does that manifest for you? Like, are you going to? Do you go to a lot of places and feel um, an energy in a way that you know maybe could be somebody died in this building or, you know, how, is that the kind of thing that happens no, with you? It's not like that. It's um, it, some people say it's a, it's a form of
1: being psychic. I, I've had friends witness it. it. It works on a lot of different levels, but let me give you a couple of examples. Like, and since I'm a baby, you know, or, or as long as I can remember, I'd walk into my third grade class and I could, the second I walk into a room, like that kid's parents had a fight. That kid forgot his lunch. The teacher's mad. We're going to have a pop quiz. And that girl is super upset about her dad right and i'm right about every single one of those things and then like for example uh, before the quarantine i was out with my buddy brent and again you said you go out to places because of this i really don't go i don't like going out to a lot of places and when i didn't have a career um i was working at the nightclubs so i had to intake energy all the time every bit of it and it doesn't leave me you know i it, it took me a very long time to figure out how to not have to harbor and, and absorb like a sponge so I was out at this place with my buddy Brent, and uh, uh, these two girls started talking, women actually started talking to him, and they, um, uh, it was all right. I didn't really love the energy, so I was just kind of quiet and, uh, you know, at worst a little shy. And uh, one of the women started talking and said something, and I just I looked at her and I said, um, This is just a random thought, but what? Your parents sent you to Switzerland to go to boarding school, I'm guessing? And she goes, Yes. How did you know that? <laughs> And my friend Brent just looks at me. and goes, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know." I go, "You just saw that happen, right?" I go, "I didn't make it up. I haven't been stalking her. I don't even know her name." I mean, and that stuff happens to me. Like, someone will come around me. I'm like, "Get that person away from me." I can't even take their pheromones around me, and I know they're just awful. And it's I'm sorry, it's prejudging. It's just, and then it ends up being right. Like, friends will bring around a new person, and sometimes I'm like, "I love this person, and I'm inseparable," and that's how it is. Other times, it just happens, and a lot of my friends are like, "Look, it's getting no, I don't." I don't want to hear your shit, but then they'll come back to me even a year later and be like, yo, what you said about that person. That's exactly what they ended up doing. It just took them a year or two to do it.
0: It's so funny that you're talking like this because I've actually mentioned this a little bit on the show. Um, not recently, but I have at at times on the show talked about how I'm very similar to that and how I've, i battle with the fact that i think that i'm just a judgmental bitch that's just constantly mm-hmm. like oh i already know everything about this person but it's it's it is weird how sometimes i'm very accurate and i i find that i have to bite my tongue because i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to i want to believe that i'm wrong a lot of the time but i can be shocked sometimes at how accurate i actually am and and i think that there's certain people that, you know, friends of friends, I'll be introduced to someone. And I, I just have a feeling that I like to believe they're a wonderful person. It's just, for some reason, I have a feeling that our energies, I don't know if it's our, our horoscope Mm -hmm. signs. I don't know what it is, but something (laughs) about the two of us are not going to mesh well. I can just tell that sometimes.
1: I I can tell that all the time. Uh, Let me ask you a question, Ross. When you're walking, uh, you know, let's say down the sidewalk, right? And do you ever just see a random individual walking towards you and immediately, you know, you have to hold your breath while they pass? Oh, that's interesting. I have to do that, um, uh, you know, a lot, Uh, you know, not a lot, a lot, but I mean, it happens all the time to me. Like I'll see someone, I'll be like, not going to intake anything, no pheromones, nothing. And I have to hold my breath as they walk by.
0: Oh, see, I never, I never think to hold my breath, but I, I get what you mean. Well, and because that's what so, smell. I'm not gonna lie. That's one thing with the current situation of this world right now, where you can <laughs> yeah, be like, I'm just gonna walk on the other side of the street. It's the best. <laughs> You know what I mean?
1: I kind of like it. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Gives me a reason to isolate a little more. Look, I have my friends. I love them. But, you know, when you have, when you're an open pocket to every, here's the thing, what it ultimately starts out as is our antennas are higher than most people's. That's all it is. It's called being a highly sensitive person, an HSP. Then what you're talking about and what I'm talking about goes into empathic. And then from there, I think it goes to psychic. It just depends on how high your antenna is tuned.
0: Yeah. Well, have you found that you've gotten energy, uh, negative energy connected to you from somebody? Constantly.
1: I had to separate from so many different people. Um, and, And, you know, what I had to do was remove blame from the equation. So yes, this person, this person, this person definitely did A, B, and C. Now I remove the blame and I just say, I only want Olympic level energy around me. If I keep those people around me, that toxicity is too much for me. Some people's toxicity vibrates at such a low, low frequency, it just inundates you and you can't even move. And everything starts going wrong. yeah. They're like black cats.
0: Well, especially, you know, I also have uh, years of experience in nightclubs and, you know, specifically Hollywood, West Hollywood. And there's a lot of energy uh, that can just at the end of the night, just exhausting for me. And I was actually, my friend is a spiritual coach and I actually just had her on this podcast and one thing that I learned from her that I'm obsessed with now is she said be an emotional screen not an emotional sponge mm. you know, emotional di-
1: screen I love that so it just filters through you
0: yeah don't it don't passes through yeah you can't absorb it and I think that that's a big problem with a lot of people um that are like this is that we we welcome so many people in and, you know, we're social people when we're around people and and we want everyone to be happy. And, and, and while doing that exchange, you're really taking on a lot of people's energy at times. And it can be a bad thing. It can also, I, I mean, I've had many times where I'm like, wow, the energy is great here. You know, especially being on stage where I'm like this, it's so weird. And it's something that I think only people that, perform on stage could understand like sometimes you're in a room and you go wow there's just love flying at me and it's it's insane how collective and how contagious it has gotten uh that everyone in this room is just all on the same frequency and then there's also times where you go into rooms and you're like this is not there's not love being thrown at me at all Yeah, the stage thing. I
1: I am a musician, so I played live a lot. And the energy on stage, it's one of the first things that made me start to even go down the road of reading philosophers uh, and talking about this collective consciousness. Because I realized we're all connected. When you get that love hit on you, hit from on stage, you know, from all those people, and it's one collective note, it just makes you realize, like, we can all do this. Like, it's not, it's happening all the time. We're just
0: not aware of it. Have you been to, have you worked in any clubs that you thought were haunted? Uh, yeah, the Gaslight, uh, which was,
1: it was for an opium den and then it was a gaslight. I don't know what it is now. That's like an old school club. That place was absolutely just riddled with stuff. In I Hollywood? Like going, yeah, yeah. It was like on Yucca, not Yucca, um, but yeah, deep Hollywood, like, like uh, Las Palmas, somewhere around there.
0: Mm, god oh so many of those buildings i've worked in a few over there it just like right up hollywood boulevard like that whole area and a mm-hmm. lot of those clubs have like the scariest basements that are like where offices are or whatever and yes. oh <gasps> to me I like it's just down there oh god i just think of what went down there during you know prohibition or you know mafia like i don't know what yeah I don't know, but I feel like so many buildings like that with so much energy and so much, you know, drunken energy, chaotic energy, like it, I think that clubs can really, uh, even, you know, even when you're there, when there's nobody there, there's Mm -hmm. just so many emotions that are imprinted into a place. Do you want to hear some ghost voices? Hell (laughs) yeah. Okay, it's time for EVPs or EV please. (laughs) Do you know what an EVP is? I do. Uh, Yeah, so it's electronic voice phenomenon. Uh, Oh, it's phenomenon.
1: I thought it was print, so I guess I don't. Thank you for teaching me.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, So basically what I do... I go to YouTube and I find EVPs that were posted by ghost hunters, amateur professional, who knows. And uh, I like to have my guests guess either what they hear the ghost saying or what maybe they think the person is sa- uh believes that the ghost is saying, and I want you to guess from four options, what the ghost hunter said, they said this first one is from the american paranormal research association and it was recorded at the silver city ghost town and um i want you to guess what this ghost is saying (laughs) it's a very
1: highfalutin uh sounding organization american Paranormal research association
0: all right let's do it okay Anything? No, not not a thing. Can you play it one more time? Okay. Okay. Do you have any guess? I'll give you some options, but do you have a guess first?
1: I mean, the only thing I heard, I, I kind of heard like "what are" and maybe "you." I, I, those are the three words I thought I heard.
0: Okay. Well, here's some options. This one of these is one that they believe it said. Is it a "stop looking at me"? B, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> C, you're in danger. Or D, I have to pee. What about you? Listen.
1: It's definitely stopped looking at me.
0: Yeah, it is stopped looking at me. you The second you said it, on. I heard it. Yeah, okay, Sorry. so it's stopped looking at me. Let's hear it again oh yes it's so creepy well it's really creepy to think that these ghost hunters the american paranormal research association they're probably just like in this room maybe looking at a chair not unlike the ones that are in your room your home that move and all of a sudden a ghost is like stop looking at me
1: how scary is that yeah, I don't even see you. <laughs> you're tripping me out. Yeah, it's freaky, especially once you lock into the sound and you know that's what they said on there. You're like, okay, I totally hear it.
0: Oh god, just to think that, that was a seeing, thing. You're literally staring at somebody that you can't see right Ooh. now. Oh god. Well, that's like <laughs> what when you, whenever you see like a cat or a dog staring <laughs> at something and there's nobody there. Yes. Oh, that's terrifying.
1: Well, I have to say, Rose, that's one of the reasons I got my cat. You know, it's got yeah, she's yellow eyes. Like I always know she stops, looks. I'm like, what's going on, Sylvie? You see something? <laughs> like what? What? What's happening? So oh, I, she, yeah, I'm telling you, it's like my little alarm system.
0: Well, okay, let's do one more. Please, this is from somebody on YouTube named Mix Nine Six One SATX which I, th- honestly that m- might be a radio station mix 98 one mix Next 96 t- one SATX, yeah. well san antonio yeah. texas maybe um yeah. this mm-hmm. is in Lehi hospital which is now torn down it's in Lehi, utah and um it was recorded by april slaughter of the paranormal source incorporated what does this one say Oh, God. It's like a whisper.
1: Yeah. It's like a, it was like a female whisper almost. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought I heard looking again. Can you play it once more?
0: Sure.
1: It's so faint in the background. It's like right after the click. It's, uh, I know. It I, sounds I
0: like a whisper and then a, <sighs> let yes. Let's start again. Wait.
1: I heard maybe like, I think there's a,
0: I think it's a big,
1: that's what it sounds like. like. I think there's a thing.
0: Okay. Well, here's right. some options. It could be. Yeah, I, give think, me some options. I think there's a thing. It could be. But here's some other options. <laughs> Is it a keto works? Maybe they're eating high fat, low carbs. <laughs> Is it B? He doesn't like you. C, get out quick. Ha ha. Or D, smell my breath. He doesn't like you. It's actually get out quick, ha ha.
1: No, let me hear that again. Let me hear it, sorry.
0: Wait, let me do it again. Oh, Get out oh. quick, ha ha.
1: Oh, I did hear that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun.
0: Get out quick, ha ha. I know, like what does that even mean? What is about what? to happen?
1: What are they trying to tell us, too? Like, why do they care? Why are they warning us?
0: I don't know. Right? Do they
1: like us? I mean, they sound scary as fuck, but maybe they like us because they're
0: warning us. It could be. I mean, ghosts are known to do that. Well, tell everybody where they can find your podcast.
1: Yes. uh, We are Stuck at Home with Cliff and Jason, and we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Facebook Live under Starburns, and my page, and uh, as well as everywhere the next day that you can get podcasts out, you know. Stitcher and Spotify and Apple, etc. Uh, so, yeah, and then I'm at Cliff Dorfman eighty eight on Instagram and at
0: Cliff Dorfman on Twitter. And I, I love that you asked. Thanks, Roz. Thank you, Cliff. We will be checking in on that house. I hope he sets up those nanny cams. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, hopefully, I will be recording in my new space in Los Angeles. So uh, thanks for following me on this journey. As always, please give the show five stars. Please spread the word for this Halloween season by you know, tagging me in an Insta story or giving me a shout out. I always appreciate it. Um, Please give us five stars and write a wonderful review. And you can also leave a ghost story and a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Or you could leave it in our Facebook group, Ghosted by Roz Dresflez. If you have a listener story you want to send me, send it to ghostedbyroz at gmail.com with the subject line, listener episode. I am on Cameo, Roz Dresfiles, for your personal video needs. I am also on Instagram, at Roz Dresfiles, and Venmo, at Queen Roz. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! <laughs>